Hello, Pesto Posse. Welcome to episode 32 of Pesto Pete's podcast. I'm your host, Pesto Pete, and I'm joined by my trusty sidekick, Thirsty Mofo. Thirsty, thirsty. I always say that like it's a surprise. <laughs> thirsty Mofo. How about just going, I'm joined tonight by my sidekick, Thirsty Mofo. Thirsty's in the house, and I gotta say, I am thirsty tonight. Yeah, you were, you were... I was on tilt earlier today. Yeah, you needed a little bit of fire extinguisher action. I came into this podcast uh, <laughs> thinking that this could be a first. Could be a first podcast sober. And I said, nope, not tonight. Why would you ever do that? Not tonight. No, thanks. No. Well, what, what would make you think to do that? I, religious reasons or things like that? <laughs> uh, negative ghostwriter. <laughs> yeah, I need a new nickname. Mm. Well, we had the Bish last episode, episode 31. It's getting great following. Yeah. And pretty much trending the same way it typically does, you know. And Everybody loved the Bish. Yeah, the Bish, Bish is a great guy. The Bish is a great guy. He's got some great stories. And the fact that he grew up in this area and, yeah. uh, you know, used to be a Wolverine farmer or something. <laughs> or was it Mink oh. Chinchilla? Minks. Uh, uh, some, yeah, there was a mink farm. He wasn't, but there was a mink farm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, farming right. anything like fish. If you're listening, if what do you mean if he's yeah. listening? He's taking, <laughs> fish, if you're taking notes, please make a note that I am not uh, sober this evening. So, oh, you, and you certainly won't be by the uh, by the end, end of this. this. Yeah, exactly. No, we just uh, we decided to jump on it. We did an episode. It must be well. It must be a month. I thought we were gonna we were gonna try to do something sooner, and then again, like we always say, life gets in the way. Yeah, Thanksgiving gets in the way. You know all that turkey eating. No, it's hey November fourth. So right. we're actually shy of a month. Wow! Look at oh. that! Wow, dude, how crazy is that? How fast months go by, though. Yeah, the older that doesn't you, that doesn't seem like a month ago. No, the older you get, the uh, faster time goes. Because it's a smaller <laughs> percentage of your overall life. Must be. That's what they say. When you're five, a year is a fifth of your life. When you're 57, a year is a 57th of your life. It mm. goes by fast, bro. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Want to end it now? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, <laughs> after today, uh, it's not going by fast enough. And I'm looking at those two big knives down there on the floor. And I'm like, hmm. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if I gouge that in my eyeball, what that would do. That would probably end the podcast, I'm thinking. <laughs> and I'd have to kind of get those those uh, headphones cleaned up. And the sponsors probably back out. Yeah, all those sponsors and partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we happen to be in the man cave. Uh, it's kind of a, a warm day here in New England, but a little on the inclement side, a little rainy. So we decided to come back down the man cave. And we have some improvements here in the man cave. Um, the water pump that used to go off that would would uh, interrupt our our episodes has now been replaced with something submersible so there's no noise mm. it's kind of nice mm. you know like come down here and fall asleep and uh, i see that massive trout over there what is that <laughs> brown trout i think it's a brown I yeah think so too yeah where did that i don't remember where that came from <laughs> who's trash barrel <laughs> that was one of my scores <laughs> <laughs> i just find it so funny you know what and as a matter of fact and we always say it and we never do it. We need to take a picture. We should have taken a picture with the bish, but we didn't. Yeah. I'm going to take a picture of that fish, and I'll put it on Instagram. <laughs> because it's mounted completely wrong. 
or something, right? Why is it mounted like that? Should it be mounted the other way, kind of coming off the board? Ah, somebody wanted to express their artistic ability and show that fish just coming out of the water. Now, when you do see this photograph, you'll see that the, the taxidermy uh, job is breaking down. The thing looks like it's almost fossilized. That's a real mount. That's, that thing's got to be 50. I bet it's 50 years old. Oh, yeah. It's, um, it's the real I don't skin. Know why, I don't know why it was in the guy's trash when I grabbed it. <laughs> when you see the picture, you'll know why. I said, dude, you want this? It's all yours. <laughs> well, if you look at it, I mean, it's got the real skin. Now what they do is they don't even, you know, you, you take a picture, take the measurements, oh, yeah. release it, and then have a, have a uh, fiberglass mount done. Yeah. That's probably got sawdust in it or some other... Some oh, other yeah. medium that they stretch the skin over. Oh yeah, old school. Yeah, old school. I should bring that to Scotty. Have him do a little analysis of it. Maybe you could maybe you could spruce it up a little bit. Yeah, Scotty. You know? Scotty yeah. could. He can do anything. Yeah, yeah. So, so your your friend John Hogan reached out to me today. Johnny and your other friend the Hoff. The Hoff. The Hoff. Yeah. The Hoff's not happy. No, why? Because he's married. <laughs> well, that's probably part of it, but no, I mean, no, the Hoff um, found out that we did a shout out to Johnny Hogren last episode, and we haven't shouted out the Hoff. The Hoff, man. So, well, Hoff, when you're listening, see how I did that? Yeah, not a nip. yeah. When you're listening, Hoff, what up, bro? You know Thirsty Mofo. I spent the better part of a week in Idaho with Hoff. He was new with the company he's working for, and he hosted us out there. I've mentioned it before. And he's a great kid. Got a little, little baby. Got a little girl. You know. Yeah, maybe that's why he's angry, because he's not getting any sleep. Yeah, that'll do it, <clears throat> as we all know. Yeah, I know. But, Makes me angry. Yeah. Well, welcome to episode 32. Hard to and believe. Three, hard to believe. Three, 32. Two. And, three, you know, two. we always talk, we like to do a little bit of analytics, and I got a little a little treat for you tonight. Oh, what did uh, Alexander <laughs> from... Uh, <laughs> Dusenberg, get back to you? No, Alexander, the, um, he actually un Instagram. He unfriended us. <laughs> Lucky that's all he did. I only I get a, I don't get a list of people who follow. I get a list of people who stop following, and Alexander's the only one. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame him. I don't either. I almost stopped following after that. Oh, please. All right, you went right, so, so hard on him. Ah, well, you know what? He was asking for it. The whole internet thing. So we've talked about all the countries and everything that, that are supporting us in Canada. Do we ever talk about Canada? No, we don't. Our neighbors to the north. Neighbors to the north. Take Canada. off, Ozer. Ozer. I was just thinking, go, 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 go. Just thinking of uh, Doug and... Uh, Doug and... Uh, Mackenzie, the Mackenzie brothers. Brothers, uh, yeah. Doug and... Oh, man. I would have it. India, Bahamas. For any of you Your listeners... Took? Your took? You know, those listeners from the early 80s that they remember the... Uh, the brothers, man, they were hilarious. Yeah, Saturday Night Live, right? Is it, were they on that? Or were they on SCTV? Oh, I don't know. I just remember uh, hearing their album and their stuff on the radio. Uh, oh, yeah. Funny. Oh, yeah. So here's a, here's a little treat for you. We're not going to talk about the countries. Okay. I want to talk about, about the people the, and their culture and the food they eat. I want to talk about the gender breakdown. <laughs> Bob and Doug McKenzie, mm -hmm. they're fictional. <laughs> SCTV. We were mm -hmm. on SCTV. Okay. Uh, Second City Television, that's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, what's up, guys? Take probably off. listening. Take off, hosers. Take off, hosers. You're probably listening. Yeah. Hey, put your toque on and, uh, and lean back and uh, 
Grab yourself a uh, moose head. So, so, dude, you know when they do, like, statistics, right? And they say, okay, and the vote goes, uh, it's going right now, and it's, it's uh, uh, candidate A, 60%, candidate B, 28%, candidate C, you know, 12%. And there's always that little gap. They don't, they don't fill in the blanks. <clears throat> okay. That's just pretty cut and dry. Yeah, well, that's yeah. good. So, all right, a little quiz, early quiz in the game. Of our um, 2,500 listens broken down by gender, how many have been male, percentage-wise? Uh, it's got to be 65. A little shy, bro. 83%. Well, I was hoping. You know, I figured I'd bring the ladies to the table, but yeah. apparently I was mistaken. Dude, while I talk, can Once you get again. up and shut that door? Because oh, we got some noise coming in the door there. Ah, uh, it sounds like the uh, washing machine is on spin yeah. mode. Dude, dude, no. There's no washing machine near my man cave. Uh, oh, yeah. This is a man cave. It's not no, in the I'm basement sorry. of my house. Hey, Ma, can you get us some more popcorn? <laughs> really nice after what happened in July. <laughs> sure. Okay, so. I was referring to my mother. Oh, okay, good, good, good. What's she doing so far north? Uh, so, okay, so. We got 83% male. Okay. How many percent female? You'd like to say 17. Uh, I can't do that kind of math. No, but I just did it for you, and it's not 17. (laughs) Well, you know, you get all the alphabet letters. Yep. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to say 8. 10. You're much closer that time. Yeah. All right, Thirsty's tending to the dog who's now been hey, shut out of the room. Where are you? You know what, dude? Can you just go shut that washing machine off? Come here. That's almost done. Okay. But she's going to then want to go out. Yeah. So this is just becoming a cluster F. Yeah, that's right. See? Yeah. That didn't take long. Yeah, right. Shut yeah. that freaking... You want to shut that off? All right, just leave it. Yeah, we got it. We got it. We're All good. All right, this is good. This is, this is good, good, good podcast. Quality podcast. All right, so I'm going to... Let me reiterate. Okay. Because we could... It's 10 minutes in. We could just cancel this and start over. We're not going to. Because it's all about just being natural. Yeah, yeah. So male, 83%. Female, you said 8. It's 10. Okay. We are 7% non-binary. Yeah, well, you know, we appeal to all. Well, no, because there's all kinds. There's not specified, and that's zero. Yeah. So there's a non-specified category. Okay. So that's that's exciting news. Yeah, I mean, that could be Chupacabra. could be uh, the Jersey Devil. Is that the non-specified? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It could be a Bigfoot. Yeah, could be Ohio grass man. Could be skunk ape. Earthworms. They're they're hermaphrodites. <laughs> right? Yeah. They have yeah. both both sets of organs there, bro. Mm. I know, because I used to you used to night crawl, right? Go, oh, yeah. Gotta go fishing, go off a night crawls, put did you do what we used to do? You take um Coleman's dry mustard and you spread it on the lawn. Really? They yeah. Like that? Yeah. And when the dew starts, it melts it. And for some reason it brings them out. But I remember one night as a young lad, and I, I remember yelling over to my father, I got the flashlight out, you know, and you, and I grabbed a couple of worms that I thought were just like playing piggyback or something. Would you say, Dad, can I eat this? <laughs> no. Oh. Dad, is, these two are awful slimy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Dad, I found two worms, a half-empty bottle of... <laughs> Baby oil and some rubber sheets over here. <laughs> a couple of a couple of snuffed out cigarettes. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. What's going on with a worm farm? I think I'm going to start fishing with corn. <laughs> 
Yeah, so oh. uh, good demographics. I mean, yeah, no, know, hey, I, we got hey, we got demographics. That's better than a lot. Yeah, yeah. So did we talk about podcasting numbers last episode? I want to bring. I want to reiterate this. So I'm listening to the radio, and they're talking about some some new podcast critique. This couple who critiques podcasts, or whatever. They said there's three million podcasts, you know, named podcasts. Of those three million, there's fifty million episodes produced by those three million podcasts. Mm. That means on average, there's sixteen episodes per podcast. Just mm. quick math, mm. right? Mm. We got thirty-two. We just doubled it. Oh, We're fucking chasing We're Rogan's ass. Beating the ad, beating the odds here. Beating the odds. Yeah. Watch out, Joe. Hey, Joe. Joe. Yeah. You know, hey, Joe. Joe. And you sweet. Next thing you know, uh, David Lee Roth and um, Mike Tyson are going to be on this podcast. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I love both those guys. They were so funny. I haven't heard the David Lee Roth. Oh, God. Tyson. He, is, he is so cool. You know, he, um, he uh, wanted to be an EMT. So he went back to school, got his uh, certified to be an EMT. And he jumped on an ambulance with these guys in New York. Oh, shit. And they used to call him uh, uh, DL. That was his... Why? What's that? No, they didn't want anybody to know. It was David Lee Roth. So I was joking. Oh, okay. D- DL. <laughs> so uh, down low, I guess it is. DLR? D- D- down low. It wasn't DLR? No, it was down low, man. Down oh, low. Down low. But oh, no, how cool is that? If, uh, yeah, right? Know? Well, yeah. I mean, some guy comes up, he's going to give you mouth to mouth, and he starts singing... Hot for teacher or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, DL. <laughs> I think I'd rather have Malta Mal from him than Sammy Hagar. Sammy, I, you know, that's Steven like... Steven Tyler. Oh, Christ. It'll suck your face right out of your head. No, so that's a good thing like to think about. So Sammy Hagar was a, just a... He fit the bill for them, but it didn't fit the bill for us, right? David Lee Roth was... Van Halen with David Lee Roth is the only thing. Now, Sammy Lee wasn't horrible, but... So what other bands were there that did stuff like that? Well, yeah. first thing that comes to mind is um, Journey right now is touring with a guy who um, sounds just like Steve Perry. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, you look at him and he doesn't look anything... Like Steve Perry, I've never, fact, I don't follow Journey. I, I never did. You see, they're um, Polynesian. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, it's so crazy because when as soon as he starts singing, you close your eyes, you think it's uh, Steve Perry. It's, you know, it pisses me off because we don't have any representation in Polynesia. Oh, I well, thought maybe we'd be we will now. <laughs> we will now. Now we're gonna get some. So yeah, you know, that was probably a dumb question because I can't think of too many bands that did that. Yeah, you know, hey, usually when they break up, they break up. And right. that's so, all um, she wrote, you know. All she wrote. Yeah, I remember when uh, Deli left Lizard Fruit oh, that in Australia. Broke my heart. <laughs> that half an album they produced was beautiful. <laughs> there were some big hits. Was it, am I mistaken that the Beatles, like now, people like write one song, play one song, get one song on the radio, and they tour. I guess maybe... Now is a bad example because there's not a lot of touring. But um, the Beatles had four or five albums before they ever took to the road. What was that? Oh, sorry, I don't know what that was. Um, that was a nice story. Yeah. Was, yeah, it's amazing, though. That's how they did it back then, you know. They they built their... Whoa. Wow, dude. Oh, sorry. That sounded sorry. great. You might want to sell that sorry, sound. Sorry, folks. 
Can you patent that sound? <laughs> Someone probably already has. Mm. Like they patent the sound of a Harley Davidson. That was me uh, cracking a walnut between my bicep and my forearm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So, so let's take a moment here to recognize our podcasting partners. We've got Quiet Cat, Q-U-I-E-T-K-A-T. Uh, great electric bikes, e-bikes. Um, if you'd like to uh, visit their website, their Instagram site, they're very, very current. And if you use the, uh, you buy something, use the, the code uh, PO, like post office 20 and the percent symbol, you get 20% off your uh, purchase. Right? It's a good deal. Yeah. It's like, it's like a fifth. (laughs) Yeah. Who doesn't love 20% off? Right. I hear some podcasts, they go, yeah, and if you, if you act now, you get 2% off. I'm like, 2% off what? Um. Jefferson's bourbon, great bourbon, Four Roses bourbon. Unfortunately, Ditto. you can't get twenty percent off on that. But no, and they, they know, I'm still waiting for the en- care package. You can enjoy twenty percent more if you'd like. <laughs> you just more buy than, more. more than you should. <laughs> um, there's those guys, and I don't have my notes in front of me. Can you tell? Hamana, 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 Ocean. Yeah, Ocean from Jefferson's, and I've had it. I yeah. told you I had it. Yeah, it was yeah, good. Yeah. I don't know my my palate so. I don't know. Your palate is tasted good, but it didn't t- it didn't go. Yeah, wow, that was different. So you know the way you lay into that sriracha sauce. That is, That's uh, what it is. That is bad for your palate. Yeah, I'm probably burning <clears throat> my taste buds off. Yeah, yeah. We got Jack's Abbey. Yep. Jack's Abbey. Yeah, I talked to a guy. Uh, was it last night? A couple nights ago at the liquor store. He said, "I'm really not happy about these four packs." Don't like them. I know we talked about, we talked know, about that with the, with the Bish. Still not liking it. Yeah. Sorry. You know why, right? Why? Yeah. yeah they, I know why you don't like it because by the time you get home, it's a two pack. <laughs> no, but the problem, too, is, right? They, they let they, it's like being a heroin dealer. They get you they get you hooked on the six pack for like $9.99, and then they're selling you the four pack, and it's less money, $8.99, but. Right. You know, don't play, don't play that that little carrot game with me. Yeah, man. You know who I am. <laughs> you're not gonna, you're not gonna throw that John Kerry shit around tonight, are you? Yeah. Do you know who I am? Ho ho ho. ho, ho. A, what's her name? Hines, huh. Elizabeth Hines. No, Teresa. Teresa Hines. I'm Teresa Hines' husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't talk about that, do we? Yeah, no, no. We're not gonna talk about that. Want to talk um, about Kelly's roast beef? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that. Uh oh. Yeah. I'm going to put you on notice right now that I'm going to not do any more podcasts until you bring home some Kellys so that we can have it for our next podcast. All right? Okay. Throwing down the gauntlet. You just did. Next podcast, we're having Kellys right here live. People are going to hear me mowing and hear the juices dripping out of the corner of my mouth. You do remember that I've had other co-hosts on. So maybe. Oh, call yeah. Tom. Yeah. Um, you know what we're going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to do a remote. Hmm. We're going to do a remote. From Kelly's? At Kelly's. All right. Let's do it. That's what we're going to do. All right. So, Jim, Dan, Dan, Jim, beware. We're coming up. Yeah. Find us a table in the corner in Saugus. Give us an hour and change. Yeah, and a pile of food. A couple of sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be afraid of this. The uh, the clams either. Oh, we do like our fried clams. <clears throat> so mm. Kelly's roast beef. If you're ever in Massachusetts, do not hesitate. Five locations, including one at the airport: Saugus, Revere, the original, Danvers, and Medford. 
over by uh, Wellington Circle. And uh, in the airport. So if you're flying where's, through Logan Airport. Where's the one at Logan? Uh, what term? I'm 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 I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, you need to know this. Well, I'll find out for the next I, part. Whatever, wherever it is, well, I'm going to start we'll flying do. that airline. No, we should do. We'll do the one at Logan. We'll go to the hog hunt. <laughs> we'll do the hog hunt. We'll fly out of Logan. We'll do a podcast before the hog hunt from there. Wow, Wayne Goldberg. That's ambitious. We'll get Wayne involved. That's ambitious. See, I don't ship, I don't ship to the airport. I ship to a... Freight consolidator. Yeah, yeah. And they bring in it. Yes. Yeah, no way your trucks are getting. Get we used it. to. We used to go right on the tarmac. Oh, we used but to we drive, don't talk about business, remember? Yeah, we used to drive into the prisons too, but don't do that anymore. Well, you used to do that for visiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little Just jab. See a couple of my classmates. Jab. Yeah. A couple. <laughs> you Valley Victorian on down. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so all good, man. And you know what? Badlands uh, packs. I. I they're not a true partner, but they did me a solid. It's right over there. I'm in the man cave. I'm looking at my Badland pack. Great pack. Great pack. Great uh, camo pattern. Really well built. Great zippers. And that one's covered with blood. Yeah. So, Pete, speaking of blood. Yeah. Let's talk about your most recent hunt. Well, thank you, Thirsty. Uh, you know, it's nice some, of you to... Somebody had nice to bring it up. Yeah, I was, I was going <laughs> to. I mean, <clears throat> you know, I was happy to see that uh, this one actually wouldn't fit in the trunk of your car. Yeah. yeah <laughs> if you had a car anymore. If you had a car. If you yep. had a sedan, but uh, it would not fit in the trunk. Well, you can make well, adjustments. I, well, know? yeah. I mean, he had to go full Sopranos <laughs> on the thing and snap his legs. But uh, no, no. So, yeah, talk, so talk to me. Tell me. Tell me so I've had a really weird fall. I started hunting early on. I've got stands up. I've got one, two, three, four, five, five or so stands out. And uh, been out as of Saturday, as of Sunday, 19 sits. We call them sits, right? Whether it's an hour or five hours. And then if you split the day, your morning sit shits. and your afternoon sit. No, oh, sits. Sits. Oh. Sits. There's some shits and sits. Oh, all right. So I've had 19 sits as of Sunday. So... Oh. Saturday morning. That's some time in the woods. It's a lot of time in the woods, right? So Saturday morning, and I and oh, as of Saturday morning, I had seen two deer. Just been quiet. It's been very warm here. That's probably an excuse, but it has been. So I'm sitting there Saturday morning, in a in a stand where I saw the other two deer. This is two uh, days after two days after Thanksgiving. Correct. Yeah. 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 So and I, so you got a belly full of bird, and now you figure, you know, hey, I'm gonna get some venison in that freezer. So let me let me go back a week, okay, before Thanksgiving, the Saturday, and I have on on trail cam this buck. He's giant, a behemoth. His body, you saw it. He's a cow, but he's a forkhorn. He's a the rack. It's like. And I sent it to my friends, big rack, uh, small rack, big ass. And they're like, oh, go, 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 go. But this, this, is, this, this deer is substantial. He's giant. But his little, tiny little antlers. So I'm sitting there a couple weeks ago. Little feller. Little feller. So I'm sitting there a couple weeks ago. And it's about quarter of 10. Dave Morell had killed a buck that morning. Woody. Um, Woody did. Nice buck. 20-inch inside spread. That's a, that's a, that, that buck behind you is 19. That's a lot. So I add an inch to that inside spread. It's a really wide deer. Really nice. I've done that before. And then, uh, so then we get a text from our friend Denny up in Maine. One of his buddies is, or his uh, workers got a nice, nice deer. So I'm like, wow, this is cool. Everyone's seeing deer. It must be a good day for deer, right? 
And all of a sudden, at quarter of 10, I look up to my left out in this swamp and I see something coming. I go, here comes a buck. And he's coming in and he's lowering his head underneath the brush and he's kind of coming through and he's coming right to that clear cut to the 20, 20 yards to this trench. And he doesn't come across a trench. He's coming and coming. I stand up. I, <clears throat> I draw right when he gets to, I'm bow hunting. I draw right when he gets to that opening just to before. And just as he gets to it, I let an arrow fly. And I hear, ding, 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 ding. The arrow goes right under him. Whether I misjudge the distance, which was only three or four yards, and that's probably not enough to make that happen. But he bounds. Here's the arrow. Doesn't know where I'm there at all. He had no clue. He bounds over this trench right where I was a week later. He's standing at 15 yards looking at me in the tree stand. Ugh. And I can't get another arrow knocked. He stood there for probably five <clears throat> seconds. Had I been able to knock another arrow, he was right in the shooting lane. I would have I nailed it. It was the big fat buck with the little tiny rack. Ugh. So he, he wanders off. So I was very disappointed. Taunting you. He taunted me. <clears throat> so now fast forward a week ahead. Okay. And it's quarter of eight. And I see legs. PM. The, yeah, no. No, it was morning. And... I see legs in the brush to my right, kind of in a diagonal direction where that buck ended up. Did it have bean boots on it? <laughs> yeah, no. I thought it was a coyote because oh. it looked. I saw you know brown legs and kind of moving, and I realized it was a deer. Quarter of eight, seven forty-five. The deer walks up to that trench, but in a non-shooting lane area, and starts mm -hmm. meandering around, picking at leaves, eating mushrooms off a log. Doop 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 doop. So another twenty minutes. Da, 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 da. Then she comes up. I obviously at this point I recognize it's a deer. She gets to the <clears> trench. <throat> it was basically old cranberry bogs, mm. and these are the cuts they used to use to bring the water in. But oh, yeah, I mean that yeah, was yeah. probably a hundred years ago. And the trenches are still there, and they're super. They're not wide, but they're super deep, like full of mud. Yeah. So she's on this side of the trench, and at about twenty-five yards, with no shot, she beds down. When she beds down, now I've been standing for a half an hour, waiting, waiting, waiting with the bow up. She beds down, but right behind a tree. So I can see her, her hindquarters, but her head's blocked, which is good. So I can move around and kind of look around, get my thoughts together. So I'm texting Woody. How long do deer typically bed down for? Because <laughs> I'm not, this is, it's already been like 45 minutes. I'm like, this is getting Woody, more. What do you say? Depends how much they drank last night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, 20 minutes, she stands up, picks a couple more leaves off the tree, and then comes toward me. Comes by that big tree, gets mm -hmm. to about 15 yards, and it's in the middle of our shooting lane. So, there's twigs and branches, and and I just don't want to risk, you know, wounding this animal. So, she's looking around, then she gets curious, and she looks right at me. Locks on to me, I'm like, shit. He's locked on to me, so I'm not looking at her. You know, I'm looking at my eyes. I'm averting my stare. I'm watching her, and then she's looking below my stand behind me, and I hear a grunt. So I'm like, oh, there must be a buck back there, you know? So I'm like, I'll use her as a decoy, bring him in. She's looking, her ears are, you know, doing the, you know, the thing. So it was really, it was a really cool um, hunt. Witnessed everything. And then she's picking mushrooms off a log. It was really cool. Then she finally, and I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I'm not going to kill this deer. This has been too interactive. I don't, I don't want to, you know. And then the other part of me, the devil on my left shoulder, is like, kill the fucking bitch, would you? <laughs> <laughs> you got to get some meat in the freezer. You got to bust this thing. 
So she turns, gets squirrely about nine o'clock. So that's walking toward the trench, quartering away. When a quartering away shot's a really good shot. Take him through the back rib. It goes right through the lungs, potentially through the heart, through the opposite shoulder. And uh, so I, I draw on her at 20, let the arrow fly. And just, I either aimed a little too far back. It, it wasn't a problem. Or she stepped as I, as I launched my arrow. Hit her. She bounded over the trench. I saw blood. Two or three bounds. And then I see this whirly bird of brown just flipping through the air and boof. So she went literally from where she stood to where she landed was probably 25 yards, which is a good thing because it's a swamp and it's a friggin' ass ache to get in and out of there. So I give it about five minutes. And just as I did, you texted me and said, hey, you around? I want to grab the guinea hack of 3000. (laughs) And I said, just killed a doe. Then Dave Morrell's like, what's going on with that deer? I said, just killed it. Then Colin's like, any action out there? Just killed the doe. <laughs> so I gave it, you know, typically you give it a half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, let the animals settle. But I saw that she went into that death, the death spin. I got out there and uh, that deer was stone dead. I guarantee she was dead before she hit the ground. So it was, you know, it was an interesting hunt. It was a long patient you go through so many emotions like yeah the first time i saw her my heart's pounding then i settled down and then you hope they're coming toward you i grunted a little bit here and there just to try to drag her in that wasn't working dude that sounds like me at a middle school dance <laughs> right right i'm <laughs> my over heart's here. pounding i hope uh, she comes near me oh she's coming my way yeah same thing. I hear you. Kind of I hear same you. thing, only different results, I hope. Yeah, both hunting. I hope it's a different result. <laughs> so it was good, you know. I just got the meat back last night. Went and saw Joanne at Arenas. They had it all ready for me. And uh, they do a nice job of cutting up the meat and, and packaging it and our local butcher. And uh, no, it's all good. So meat in the freezer, bro. Now I'm a, now I'm a bone hunter. Just look at my antlers. Yeah. So I ended up in uh, Rhode Island on Sunday. To bring stands down with Dave Morrell, um, I always do that, Woody. And uh, he was in, the, so this is funny. So he goes into one section of, of the neighborhood that we hunt. It's like behind all these houses. And I got there a little bit later and I said, I'm here. And he goes, I'll be right out. And we we're going to put my stand in another section of land. I said, you're not going to believe what just happened. He was putting up his stand and it's these ladder stands. And they're noisy and stuff when you're putting them up. I mean, how can you not be noisy yeah. with an 18 foot ladder going you know, through the trees and everything? And he starts cinching the thing to the tree, and he's looking around. He looks, he feels eyes on him, and he looks back, and there's a big doe, a spike buck, and then a little bit bigger buck all together, watching him <laughs> at ten yards. He goes, "I could have thrown an acorn and popped him off the nose." And he said, "They just and they looked, and they watched him, and then they kind of said, well, I guess that's him,' and they just walked away." <laughs> See, kids, you don't want to play here anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I ended up, I put my stand in, and we, we did. He went out. He didn't see anything for the afternoon, and I was in there for two hours and saw three or four deer. Um, had one coming up behind me, and, and luckily it, it didn't show because I wasn't ready to kill another doe. But we kind of, we were down there kind of to do that, you know, to kind of, there's so many deer. That's oh, a, it's definitely a problem. I mean, People don't understand the overpopulation problem, and you know, Rich from Needham always says, "Hey, you give the deer a gun, and uh, I'm okay with hunting." It's like that's not what it's about. It's about you know, food in the freezer, and it's about uh, 
wildlife management and not letting this the animals just uh, overpopulate and uh, the problems that come with that, especially on the Merritt Parkway in Connecticut. Oof. Drive down there for Thanksgiving and you see about 18 of them dead on the side of the highway. And, and that's some beautiful country that that that, that the Merritt and the, the Hutch wind through. Mm. But yeah, no, it's scary. I know. Especially at night. Oh, oh. my God. I know. I've, just I've waiting. driven through there so many times and you look, you have something out of the corner of your headlights and, you know, there's a big buck stand in there. Oh, sorry, dude. Are you, sorry. you up? Uh, no, I'm still seated. Oh, what was that? See, that's loud when you do that, right? Ah, that is. That dude, microphone is picking up all the chirping birds and the other. Yeah, all the chirping birds. That's better. Yeah. That so was... no, it's it's just really about game management. I mean, there's no natural predation to speak of. I mean, besides you know a bunch of coyotes and in a, in a, disease, I mean that's the last thing. And starvation. Not that we're going to see a lot of starvation here, but. Um, Potential, you know, there's potential for it. So the ticks uh, have the ability to take out the moose up in Maine. Have they really had any impact on the deer, too? Not not like that, no. Um, huh. Well, we talked about that where they studied these young moose, and they had some of them had 20 pounds of ticks on them. Wow. And here's an animal that's trying to develop. He's getting his blood sucked out of him, and he's carrying an extra 20 pounds. 20 pounds of ticks. And in my notes, I could get you the number or whatever. What is it? You know, it was like the University of Maine. They did a study. How many quarts of blood is that? Oh, my God, right? <laughs> and it's like, it's like when I went to the wine festival, and they give you a glass. And they say, okay, yeah, just go around. And you get it. And they, you start sampling, right? And they give you, I don't know, maybe a half an ounce. And you're supposed to drink it and swish it around your mouth and spit, spit it. Spit it out, yeah. Either spit it out or not, you know. And Paul and I, my brother, decide not to. Oh, well. And I'm like, you know, Paul, this is... <laughs> The cheap bait, cheap skates, you know, cheap bastards. You do like sixty of those. That's like three bottles of wine. You don't realize it till you're in the bathroom crapping yourself. You know, it's like, holy shit! How am I gonna get home? Luckily, we had two sober wives that night. But we got to the point where we were like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna just focus on Tuscany because that's where our family's from. We're not gonna focus on France and Argentina and wherever California, Sonoma, or Sonoma. No, what's the what's the is it Sonoma? No. Sonoma's Arizona. I don't think there's a lot of freaking grapes in Sonoma. What's the what's the uh, California? Well, there's um Oh god, I've been there. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh you got a lot of wine? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um Monterey and um uh, Carmel and but uh no, it's the Sonoma Valley. Yeah, Sonoma Valley, right? Okay, yeah. so I wasn't off. Yeah. yeah, so it's like the ticks, you know, it's not about one tick, it's about twenty pounds of them all drinking at the same time. Yeah, and when Dave uh Woody bagged that twenty inch, um, I met him at the butcher and we were bringing it in and and I said, Oh, there's one and there were he had ticks on him. Um the doe, I didn't notice any ticks on her. Um, but, and you know what, it's Maybe. interesting. I haven't had any on me. And although I do treat my clothes with pyrethromin, Sawyer's pyrethromin, it's a lifesaver, literally a lifesaver. You got to work that. So they're not even a podcast sponsor or partner, but yeah. that shit's great. When we sit in the turkey woods, you know, when the ticks are starting to really proliferate and all of a sudden you, you look down, there's nothing on you, you know, this stuff's working. So, but no, it's bad up there. And you know, what, what happened was the moisture, they, they follow moisture and Maine has gotten like predominantly more damp and that's, they're following that. 
mm. and it's bad up you know up in, up in the uh, high country in Maine. So yeah, as a matter of fact, problem. when I when I had my moose hunt in 2016, I was up there a week early scouting, and I was at my friend Don's camp that we used as our base camp, and we went up bird hunting, the uh, and scouting the weekend before, and I woke up in the morning. And I went, oh, what's that? And he goes, dude, you got a tick on your neck. He said, I've been coming here 15 years. I've never seen a tick. That was the first one. Wow. So they're up there. It's kind of sucks. And, but uh, speaking of moose, uh, one of our camp mates, Chief and Anthony, Chad, Anthony and Chief's dad, Butch, and Chad's grandfather, 81 years old, killed a moose last week. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Got his moose. Wow. We got pictures of it, and you know everyone starts responding back and like, 81 years old. I hope I'm able to like stand up, let alone drag a moose out of the woods. You know how they get them out of the woods? It's kind of interesting. Four wheeler. Well, yeah, four wheeler. But you know what they tow? A half a canoe. Oh. So they take a canoe, an old canoe, and they cut it in half. And they so the point of the canoe is being t- you know pulled by yeah. the and they pull the moose into the like a sled. Yeah. And they pull them through the woods like that. So just for listeners that are new, you know, like Alexander's. Cousins and stuff. Oh yeah, douche and bag. Uh, yeah. These are uh, Native Americans that uh, you know their family's been doing this stuff for a long, 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 long time. So uh, they're very uh, the ingenuity is unbelievable. Oh, it is because uh, well, they well they have the ability by household. They're Penobscots. They have a you know sustenance permit per household, one per household, one moose per household per year, and you know chief's daughters has killed. I think Sage killed her first moose at 13. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Chief killed the state record with a longbow and it, and it held for a couple of years and the guy beat him with a compound. They don't have a, they don't have, you know, a, a different, don't differentiate, differentiate. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's a long, yeah, it is. Cause he, <laughs> he shot it with a Penobscot longbow too, which is this really funky design. I don't know if he built it, but I know he dipped I believe he dipped the um, ends of the bow in his mother's ashes. Wow. Yeah. And then, so he shot that moose and it was back in the eighties. And I remember being in the nest 10 pickup. It was just hanging out of there. I'll get the details from him for the next episode. It was giant. And the next day or shortly thereafter, Butch killed one in the same stand in the same spot. S10 pickup. Dude, those are like the size of the four-wheelers are today. I know, right? <laughs> those are so small. Johnny had one uh, up in New Hampshire, and that thing, so small. They're tiny, and they, they they were lucky enough to get that moose out on a on a tote road, on a fire road, and uh, got him in the back, and the head's hanging out of the back. It was unbelievable. Hmm. It was a great picture. I wish I had that picture, because I, I did at one point. But um, Well, that's great. So, yeah, so, you got your dough. Congrats, Butch. Oh, I got my dough. Yeah, yep. got your dough, and now uh, you get uh, you get a buck in your sights. You I got you got a fellow that's taunting you, and you uh, you got to make something happen. I got two months. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got till the end of January. And, uh, so so end of December here, and then the end of January in uh, Rhode Island. So tell me when it switches from uh, archery to uh, Mon- last Monday, shotgun. Okay, so shotgun opened up Monday. Last Monday. Yeah, Monday this week, but. Because muzzleloader is considered primitive. Yes. You can use a muzzleloader through shotgun seed and muzzleloader seed. Yeah. So I don't even use a shotgun anymore. I don't, oh, really? Yeah. You know, they make shotgun, um, they make slug shooting shotguns. 
And I just, I don't have any confidence. In, I've shot slugs and Brennicky was the big slug at the time. And I've, I've sighted them in there all over the place. You're shooting through a smoothbore versus something with rifling. And uh, I just prefer the muzzle loader. Wow. You know, it's just, they're not primitive by any means. They're in line. You drop a couple of pellets down the barrel. You stuff a pro the projectile in. You put a primer in. I mean, it's, it's got a scope. <laughs> it's, not, yeah, yeah. it's not like a flintlock. You go, <laughs> click, 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 boom. You know, it's like, yeah, so it's none of that. So I'd like to try that someday, though, flintlock hunting, but it's it's tricky. And that's, you know, the barrel's like, I don't know, four feet long. And yeah, I mean, try that with like a grizzly bear or something. Yeah, something that Maybe wants to like, kill kick you. my ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I watched a video today at lunch. You know, I need a little light, light viewing during lunch, you know. So I watched a, um, a video of the uh, bear encounters. So grizzly, it was brown bear, black bear, and, um, and grizzly bears. So they had grizzly bears, uh, bear on bear, bear versus caribou, bear versus, uh, what else did that bear take out? Oh, my God. Uh, elk. And, um, of course, deer and moose. And uh, it's unbelievable the strength of, uh, of these bears. And uh, it, it ran from the woods into the lake chasing this caribou that was swimming across the lake. I think I've seen that and one. got on his back and just had it out right in the water. And it was unbelievable. I mean, whew. now the power, like, it's like, it's probably, I mean, imagine like me running through the offensive line and getting hit by, well, I'd say <laughs> Dick Butkus, but most of our listeners, any big linebacker. And they, I say Dick Butkus and they, they dwarf him now, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, they're. Vince they're, Wilfork. Yeah. Well, Vince is lying, nose tackling. But, but. Yeah. But you figure a line, I'm thinking more of like, I'm running full speed and he's running full speed yeah. and they're, you know, 6'3", 260 without an ounce of fat on them, running a friggin', you know, four and change 40 and just slamming the shit out of you. Yeah. You know, it's just unbelievable how strong the those bears and they're, they're so nimble. Like, I remember my uncle killed a couple bears. In fact, the skull right there. Oh, it was wow. from one of my uncle's bears, yeah. That's a bear skull? That's a bear skull. That's a 160-pound bear. So that's a bear about my size. Imagine that. That's how big the skull is. Wow. That's a black bear. Wow. Very small. He shot another one that he had fully mounted, and that one was about close to 300 pounds. It was a nice bear. And I don't know what ever happened to that after he died. I'm, just, I'm pissed about it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, what was my point? How strong they are. Oh, no, but so so when you agile. when you drag a deer out of the woods, they're really rigid. Yeah. You know, which I've just witnessed. Because <laughs> I could have taken that thing down the easiest path, which was covered with water and puddles, and I didn't want to drag, you know, the carcass was open. I didn't want to drag it. So I went uphill, which just it's amazing how I mean that deer probably dressed out at 85 or 90. What if that's such work. It's brutal. Yeah. Makes you wish you had friends. So anyway, um, thanks a lot for showing Listeners. up. You knew where it was. 
Makes so, you wish you had listeners. Yeah, right. Alex, Alexander. <laughs> so, but when you have a bear, they they roll like their their joints are like ours, like our shoulders. Yeah. And they just roll like they're not rigid, and and that you'd think would make it easier. I remember my uncle when he killed his big bear. He killed it up on a mountain, and he said most of the time he just pushed it down and let it roll. And it wasn't a mountain like in the Rockies where it's going right. down a shale and you know smashing around, just enough right. of a hill, right? To you know, not have to drag it. Yeah, New England hill. Yeah, a hill. And he lived in a beautiful place, and he killed it right out there. But um, no, they're uh, they're an incredible animal. I I really have no desire to hunt them because I'm not a big fan of the meat. Yeah. Or, or at least the times I've eaten it, I've been disappointed. Maybe yeah, you and me both. Yeah, the, maybe the way it's been prepared. Yeah. Oh God. So and plus, <clears throat> we've talked about. It. If you kill a bear that's eating berries in Alaska, or you kill a bear somewhere in New Hampshire that's been living in a friggin' dump. It, or gonna, eating Oreos. Well, Oreos <laughs> be good. Nice sweet bear like that, right? A good reference, dude. No, so yeah, they're, they're an incredible. But, I mean, we've, we've talked about um, hunts. And, you know, as a matter of fact, you owe me an answer because you have been invited to attend, I don't want I don't want a disappointing answer now. This is an upbeat podcast. I'm trying to keep it happy. Hmm. Oh, I don't like the look on your face. No, I, I I don't have an answer for you right now, but we're working on an answer. Okay, but, yeah. So for our listeners, I think we've mentioned that we'll be attending. I will be attending a hog hunt in uh, January, and we have an opening because there's been a life change in my family. Um, not me, but my son Colin, who's been on the podcast. Has decided to little pesto, little pesto, little lil, little pesto, little pesto has decided to uh, pull up his roots here in Massachusetts. He uh, he's been at his current position for five years with a commercial real estate company in Boston as an accountant. He's uh, studying for his CPA and his master's in accountancy, and he's decided to take a position in Oklahoma City. So my uh, my firstborn's heading heading west. Yeah. And it's cool as shit in one way and sad as shit on the other side. <laughs> well, because yeah. he's just gotten in. We just started hunting together about three years ago. He killed his first turkey with me, which was a, a thrilling moment for me. He hasn't he hasn't gotten his first deer yet, but he's tried. He's bow hunter. He's muzzleloader hunter. And he's going to become a rifle hunter in Oklahoma. So I'm well, happy for him. Well, the good news is you'll be able to get out there and yeah. uh, do some hunts out there with him. So that'll be fun. Good, good hunting out there. Good, uh, yeah. real good deer hunting. Real good, uh, uh, good turkey, pheasant, and uh, great bass fishing. So, yeah. yeah. So we're looking forward to it. So he's he's heading out in about a week. So yeah. So I got a lot so, on my plate. I got so you got a lot on your plate. Yeah, I got an opportunity. Been, so with that with that opening, well, right? I have I decided to get an invite. So. Probably one of the earliest episodes, I said, if you could hunt anything, what would you hunt? And you said turkey. Like, start slow, right? Yeah. Well, well, something that I wouldn't have an emotional attachment to. And the turkeys, you don't. <laughs> look, at those, look at those feathers, the fans back there. Every one of them was great, but they were all unemotional. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. That one was very emotional. But, um, but this is an opportunity because, one, you don't need a license, a hunting license which you'd have to get a hunting license in Massachusetts to go through hunter safety and all the other bullshit at your age. Um, well, it's not bullshit, Pete. It's very important to be a safe hunter. Oh, true. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
I was grandfathered and I never took it. <laughs> but I had to take it in Rhode Island to get my permit there. So you've been invited to attend this uh, hog hunt in January. So we're yeah. still waiting for an answer. Yep. We'll see what happens. Working on that. And, yep. uh, you know, that's down the Fort Myers, but but inland from there. You yeah, fly yeah Fort Central Myers. Florida. Yeah. Um, South Central Florida. Yep. Yep. And then... Uh, Kind of invite to go tarpon fishing again down at the Louis place uh, yeah, there you go. in April in Fort, Fort Myers, Captiva, oh, Sanibel nice. Island. So hmm. I'll be doing that. Wow, hmm. for sure. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I know Louis. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Yeah, good for you. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, if you can't make it, that's fine. Uh, Don't worry about making it. Awkward. Awkward. <laughs> awkward moment. Podcast moment. Uh, <laughs> Um, so, so anyway, uh, so we'll see hog, hunt, hog hunting, hog hunting, wild boar, technically. Well, are they wild boar? Are they wild hogs or what are they? Are they most like, people like shooting them in a pen. If I mean, you say domestic hogs, well, I'm sure there's a domestic <laughs> gene in them or two. They're not, they're not Russians. You know, they're not, they're not full well, no, razorbacks. They're, the, they're not in a pen, are they? No, no. But we have an opportunity in Alabama as well. The place I hunted in 2015, my friend Troy. Shout out, Troy. Hey, uh, Troy. Troy just was at the Auburn-Alabama uh, game last yeah. week. He went to Auburn. Almost yeah. won it. Yeah. Quadruple overtime. Wow. Yeah, I was, I was texting game. with him. I have, so we were in Alabama at Troy's place. It's, it's a hunting camp in uh, about an hour and a half north of Mobile. And he had gone to Auburn and, and played uh, baseball with Bo Jackson. <laughs> no big deal. And when they walked out, they something happened with the AD. They all walked out. The athletic director. They all walked off the field, including Bo Jackson. And Troy was a walk-on, and he had an Ephus pitch. We I played against him in high school, and he'd he'd come in and he'd throw a thirty-five mile an hour pitch. He couldn't hit it. Wow. Because the delivery was coming up like it was coming at you at hundred, and it's coming in at thirty-five, forty. I mean, Troy, I'm sorry if it was more than that, but it was unhittable <laughs> for what it was. So. He ends up, hey, he's going to want to play sports, so he, he gets on, uh, and I may be wrong about the sport because it's been a while, but he gets on a doubles tennis team, and his doubles partner was uh, Frank Thomas, <laughs> the big hurt. <laughs> big hurt. And then he was on a softball team or something else with Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> so we're down at his camp, and we're like, hey, this is, the place is freaking great. Talk about a oh, breaking free. You know, and it was unbelievable. Now, it's one night, I don't know how we got talking. He goes, oh, yeah, Bo, blah, blah, blah. And I go, Bo? And he goes, Bo Jackson. He goes, takes out his phone, and he goes to his contacts, and he goes like this, and he's got Bo Jackson's cell number. <laughs> and Bo cool. Jackson's a bow hunter. In fact, I saw an ad the other day on something, and it was Bo saying something about, and he had a bow in his hand. It was pretty cool. Bo had so, a bow. Bo had a bow. Oh. A B-O had a B-O-W. So, uh, so I go, Dude, you gotta call Bo. <laughs> Let's get him here. Can you imagine him sitting around at hunting camp with Bo Jackson? Wow. And for, for our young listeners, look it up on what thirty for thirty or whatever about Bo Jackson. He was the effing man. He was the man. He, he was the drafted man. by the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and said no thanks because he's gonna play uh, baseball. Yeah. He, well, he said no thanks because you're in last place. Oh, and I don't want to play for you, so he what, played you Raiders? baseball. But then he went to he play for the Raiders. Uh, yeah, then he, uh, yeah. One of the classic. One of the most phenomenal athletes ever. Remember Brian Bosworth, who was yeah. more show than go? Yeah. 
And there's a, there's a video of Bo Jackson coming through the line and Bosworth as a middle linebacker. And Bo turns him into a welcome mat. Oh, look, look it up, listeners. In fact, maybe I'll post that on Instagram. It was great. Because Bosworth, remember he had the, he dated all the, the hot chicks in Hollywood and he had the mullet with the shaved sides and he'd put the Z's or the whatever in his hair and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he was a, he was a lot like me. No, not right now. You're gonna like. You gonna, did you get your haircut today? I got a haircut today, and what, the, she, the, did, what was she? Did she close her eyes? I don't know. The thing, the, the thing got away from her. The thing went cuckoo. You got a hair coming out of places I didn't know you had uh, places. I got, I got issues tonight. I got, yeah. I got a lot of issues. You got some tonight. anger issues. I got anger. I had anger management problems. I got to What's I gotta Deal with. What's that? I take it out on our listeners. No, not. No, you're not. That's just all. It's all for fun. Yeah, yeah. You know? So speaking of fun, Pete. Yes. Uh, what are we going to do this weekend for fun? You going know. hunting this weekend? You going to get some sits in? Look at you. You're going to get some sits. I am. I'm going to I'm gonna muzzle over. What do they call that? A sits bath? Sits bath? Sits bath. <laughs> I hope so. You're get sits Out bath. In the woods? Yeah. That's the best. So we went to Italy in uh, 2019, thankfully before COVID. Italy. Because if it wasn't, I'd still be there. Um, so we go into our hotel in Rome. We were going to go visit Francesca in Florence. We spent a couple of three days in Rome. So we go in this really boutique, really cool Italian, uh, well, because it's Italy. Of course, it was Italian. Really nice hotel. So I go in. I go in the bathroom. And there's freaking shit everywhere. There's bowls and there's bidets and there's this. And I didn't know. Where, and I've been on a plane and a cab. I, mean, I didn't know. I didn't know where to go. <laughs> So I ended up going in the wrong place. You sweating your pants? <laughs> like, almost. <laughs> Threw your hands oh, up so and said, funny. I'm just like, going to go right here in my pants. I don't know where okay. to go with this sits bath. So no. So to answer your question, I'm going to go out Saturday morning in my ridges and a little muzzle loader, And I might run down to Rhode Island on Sunday. And I don't know. I don't know. I get, you know what? It's funny. I killed a deer. Should be satisfied. Got enough meat for me. Some people eat more. And I'll give a little bit away, you know, and it's, I don't need another one, but it's, it is a, it is a drive that we have, you know, it's, and sometimes you wonder if it's a little bit of competition. Oh, I got the, you know, but we'll see. Uh, I, I remember know. you're doing your part to thin the herd down there, road well, dialing. That, that's important. That's yeah. important. Yeah. They're counting on you to take something out. Yep. So, so that's what I'm doing. So we'll get drunk. together. We'll do something. Did you wash that blood out of the back of your truck yet? No, I'm leaving it yet. <laughs> I'm waiting, uh, probably washing a little bit out now with the rain. But uh, uh, I went, I went. Uh, well, that's the other thing. I went deer. I, went, I killed two in 2019. I went dry in 2020. And uh, you stopped drinking. No. Oh, I thought you said you went dry. <laughs> I went deer dry. <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. Oh. You know, and I put a lot of time in last year. But uh, the, the, the scary part now is it's saying the deer can have COVID. See that? Oh, the yeah. News? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. you, you, you got to wear your mask in the woods. I do. Know, I wear a camouflage mask. Freaking sneezes on you, and then, you know, then you get COVID. Deer vid. Deer vid. You get deer vid, and then you shit in blood, and next thing you know, it's like... <laughs> well, no, it's not Ebola. <laughs> uh, so, well, yeah, it's the, it's the new uh, the new variant. Oh, is it? The deer. Omicron? Uh, no, Omicron it's, it's, deer? Yeah, it's a, yeah deer Whatever. So, oh my goodness. So, Pete, you think you can get deer vid? You know what? 
who knows the way the freaking random it is, maybe. <laughs> you know, but I guess you gotta, you're not gonna get it from eating it. You're gonna get it from like breathing next to it or something. I don't know. Ugh, I don't know. Ridiculous. It's a bunch of bullshit. He's so sick of it ridiculous. all. That's a beautiful Yeti you got there, by the way. Oh, thank you. Totally an overrated. Oh. oh, I had to say that, didn't I? Yeah, you know, they're very expensive, but uh, they do work well. And, no, they uh, do. They're really good. You know, I've given them as gifts to uh, some people and uh, bought this one from my son and uh, decorated it with all his, it's his college colors and I've decorated it with all his college stickers. So when uh, he graduates, he uh, he uh, he's gonna get this. Nice. And then uh, his twin brother doesn't my, know my it. My son yet. got a rifle. His twin brother doesn't <laughs> know it, but uh, I will reveal it on the podcast, and, I, and he Ooh. will hear it. But uh, oh, don't say anything. There might be might be something coming his don't way. Don't say nothing. No, I'm just gonna say. Don't say nothing. Might be something coming his way too. So don't feel left out, Jack. No. Jack. I forgot oh. about you. Hey, and for our podcast listeners, you want a good time. Go on uh, all the popular platforms and listen to Six Pack Jack. Uh, six Pack with Jack. Six Pack with Jack. Sorry, yeah, I had it. Yeah. Six Pack with Jack. Yeah. It's it's fun. He's he's it's he his podcast. T- he had Tom Wall on once. I was listening to that one. I was, <laughs> that was, just, great. That was a freaking hoot because I know Tom. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and uh, we know Tom, and that was a good one. Yeah. Was, he Jack. works with DraftKings, I guess, right? Yeah. 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 That was cool shit. Jack does so, some funny stuff. Yeah. No, it's good. It's it's good. It's good. Uh, Young man banter, and he does a little self help stuff, and yeah. you know, yep, right, you know, right. He talks about issues that young people are dealing with, and uh, yeah, tries to help. We should start that. All right, we'll talk about ED. No, no. <laughs> Can they put more commercials on about that? Holy Christ, Jeez. That and here, you know, between your ED and your plaque psoriasis, Pete, sick, sick of it. But you know what? The way I look at it on the ads, if you got ED and plaque psoriasis, you're in all kinds of countries. You're swimming in oceans. You're driving like convertibles. Oh, sky yeah. Rizzy, man. You got you got you got a sky riding plane. I mean, right. You got right. it going on. Oh my God, we should all have those problems. Mm. So I didn't know it came with the affliction. I thought. No, I said to I my. Thought you, I thought you freaking sat in a corner and sucked your thumb. Oh. Like seventeen different drugs for the stupid plaque psoriasis and all that bullshit. Oh, and then said if those companies would concentrate their efforts on curing cancer, (laughs) we'd be cancer free right now for crying out loud. How much do you love the the um, side effects? Well, I I want to know what I I got. I guess I could look it up now, but we're not gonna oily stool. Yeah. Okay, uh, you could have uh, problems breathing, uh, you won't sleep, you won't want to eat, you'll have oily stool, and all that. It's like, wait a second, just give me the psoriasis, for Christ. Shoot sake. me in the head. Although I know someone with psoriasis, and it's horrible. You know, um, uh, it's horrible, but still. My Not buddy, to make light of that, I'm sorry, Alexander. My buddy Tommy down in Florida was got on the stand-up comedian um the circuit? Uh, the circuit down there with the Holiday Inns and stuff. And uh, so he... Uh, and tonight, yeah, Tommy. It was so funny. Because he that was one of his big things, was talking about the side effects of all these drugs. It's and it was pretty damn funny, I got to tell you. That was... Uh, for any of you that were at a Holiday Inn in Central Florida in uh, 1980... Uh, Drinking a slow gin fizz. 85, 86... <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god! And next we have Tommy enjoying the uh, three for one uh, uh, the uh, happy hour Tacos. specials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. well drinks, mm. three for one well drinks. Oh, yeah. we used to, they used to do that at UMass. Three for one well drinks and well meant bottom, you know, oh, bottom yeah. shelf. Bottom jet. of the well. Oof. Yeah. I tell you about the mat, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Oof. <laughs> so we had a we had a place, Barcelotti's up in Amherst, and that was everyone had their own hang. Like every group had their own hang. And I was just Barcelotti's, which happened to be my brother's hang, you know, thirteen years before I started there. And they had a mat where they mixed drinks. Was his uh, pitcher and uh, band for life? Poster still on the like, wall. Like there. me? Yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the night, we'd say to the bartender, give me the mat. And they'd pour the mat, the, the mixing mat, which had, you know, cigarette ashes, strawberry seeds, <laughs> mandarin orange seeds, and maybe a little pulp here and there. And every liquor that they spilled out of the glass. Oh. And they'd pour it in the glass. And then we'd like... We'd do the elbow point at somebody. And you had to drink the mat. And if you didn't drink the mat, you couldn't. Like there was, there were, there were repercussions. Let's put it that way. Oh, the mat! Drink the mat. Oh. Speaking of band for life. Uh oh. <laughs> up in uh, North Conway. Let me think. Got to get this straight. It's either Lincoln or North Conway, and. Uh, uh, Deli gets into it with somebody, <laughs> and uh, that person ends up getting basically thrown through the plate glass window in the entrance. Oh, that's place. that's unusual. <laughs> <laughs> he went in and asked first, though. Dave was kind to him. Oh, that he was just good. Basically, just what was it Starsky and Hutch? <laughs> grabbed him and uh, went full linebacker on him and just drove him backwards and blew his ass right through the front glass. Oh my God! Thank God the guy didn't get cut up, but uh, it was. It's pretty cuckoo. So where's Band for Life come into that? Oh, so Dave's not oh. been allowed back. In North Dave, Conway? Yeah, Dave hasn't been able to eat there for is that why he 30 ran, years. Is that why he decided to go to Australia? <laughs> anyway, speaking so of Kelly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn him on to this podcast. You he, should. He hasn't heard it. He, uh, yeah, we just made in, a shout out. He's in the UK, and uh, he'd love this stuff. Uh, maybe he could call in and... Uh, we can link him in. We could link him in. Yeah, he's in the UK now, right? Yeah, he's, he's five England. five hours ahead of us, so uh, we you know have, we'll to, have to do an early him. one. Yeah, you know we we'll do, do a five o'clock and we'll get him in at ten. You know he'd be good and lick it up by then. That'd be fun. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, that'd be good. Oh yeah, yeah. So, dude, if you turn around, you don't have to because you've seen this enough. But so that <laughs> that was that was an oral that was an oral flatulence. Heard me. So see that moose call right there. Yes. Uh, just looking up. That's a uh, birchback moose call made by Butch. Yes. Butch Phillips, so, who we spoke about earlier, the 81-year-old who just killed a moose. That's uh, that's pretty real. That's beautiful craftsmanship right there. Mm. He does a nice job. So if anybody wants a traditional Penobscot moose call made out of birch bark uh, with a carved moose on it, you just uh, reach out to me at pestlepeatspodcast at gmail.com. I don't know what Butch charges for them. It's hundred and change, but they're gorgeous. Wow. And it's, so we'll go up to camp. I was up at camp uh, in November and uh, we didn't talk much about that. It was, a, it was a light camp this year. We had a lot of guys in and out early. I went in late with uh, Francesca's graduation, but. Also, um, didn't one of your uh, uh, compadres pass away? Oh yeah, Rocco. Uh, 
wow, six years ago now. That's been that long. Yeah. yeah so but the, but we've had, now. like, the chief needed to have surgery, and, yeah. and he didn't show, and which that's was what, smart. That, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, me. that's yeah. what you're thinking about, too. Yeah. He didn't want to come up and, get, you know, God forbid he gets sick and then has to put off the surgery. But uh, guys came in early and left, you know, Sunday, Monday, early, well, actually Sunday, because I came in Monday at 10. I left here at 3 a.m. and got there at What 9:50. time were we at L.L. Bean in Freeport, Maine? Jeez, oh, I don't know. Six, it was like 6.40. Yeah, you maybe. called me and you said, I'm at L.L. Bean, and I had just gotten to my office, and I roll in there about 6, 6.15. So you had just gotten oh, yeah. yeah. L.L. Bean, and that was hilarious because so, they're open 24 hours. They are, yeah. <clears throat> and I needed I needed trigger locks. I forgot that when you're on Indian land, if you don't have a permit, you have a, a, a un, you know open weapon because of partridge hunting. You have to have a trigger lock on, you know, to get to to get to state land. So wow. I hadn't brought mine, so I stopped there and grabbed. It was kind of a nice stop anyway. But so I got I was there what like you said six fifteen six thirty. I ended up in camp at nine fifty nine. That's how much farther it is. Wow! Oh, it's a friggin' haul. Yeah. It's a it, you know it went by fast. The drive home is a friggin' bear. Seven hours, six and a half hours, six and change. But that's like flying. You know, you get the uh, trade winds. Yeah, I had trade winds. All right, <laughs> I had trade winds. So here's a funny story. So, so we're we're gonna build a um, up at camp. It's off the grid. We were gonna build a generator shed. Or shed and keep the generator in it too. So Anthony brings up uh, seventeen hundred bucks worth of lumber, right? Plywood and two by fours and all the shit needed to, to build a shed. Well, if you get from Patton and start going northwest of Bangor into Patton and heading up to camp, there's a lot of Amish. It's a, there's an Amish community, and they build structures. They build sheds. They build barns and things like that. So they're driving up with all this lumber. And they pull in, hey, how much to build a shed and deliver it to Matagam? And they said, hmm, what size, blah, 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 and do all this stuff. And they go, 2000 um, Delivered? 2000 So I'm going up Monday morning. Brian, BT, calls me coming south with Anthony and two truckloads of lumber. I had just gone to the, the uh, scenic overlook to walk, to look at Katahdin, Mount Katahdin. It was a beautiful morning. And I figured I'd crack my first beer there. So... <laughs> I'm sitting probably there. Should. Yeah, yeah, probably should. <laughs> and they met me in Sherman, which is only a few miles up. That's the uh, that's where you come off the highway to go north and into Patton. And uh, Brian's like, "I'll meet you at the. We got to stop and get some coffee. I'll meet you there." So oddly enough, like within a minute, we we all meet there wow. with three trucks, and they've got all the lumber they're bringing back to Home Depot. Wow, return <laughs> it all. Wow. Yeah, because they got. These guys are gonna build it. It's gonna be, you know, what it's gonna be like, right? That'd be beautiful. And they're gonna bring it up. They're gonna bring it up the driveway. Oh. I don't know what they. I don't know if they're gonna haul mules or what, but <laughs> they're bringing it up. So for for three hundred extra bucks without doing all the work. Yeah. So that's it's nice. yeah. We we cleared. So spot. they get it done. When's that happening? I think it's. Uh, I think they do in the spring. Oh. Yeah, because they just ice fish up there. Yeah. I'd love to get up for an ice fishing trip, but it's just so damn far. Speaking of ice fishing, we got to get out there. That was a year ago. Uh, I'm coming up. I'm a week away from my one-year anniversary of having my hip replaced. And uh, so it was a year ago that we went ice fishing because you dragged me out on glare ice with fresh powder on it. And I'm like, you're like, dude, that's not going to be slippery. It's all right. You'll be fine. <laughs> I didn't want you to leave. We had food. <laughs> Go out I there. I needed you to eat some of that food. And Clams Casino out on the oh. ice. I mean, that, I, I, I don't think I've ever eaten that well. And uh, I was in the middle of 
the lake. Shawin. What? Yeah, with we had the, clams. Could not clam. Well, steam. We had steamers we had with steamers the cherise oh. and the onions and the. I'm looking at the, I don't know whatever the red sauce you put on there was unbelievable. Oh, it's February twentieth. All right, so it was a month after I had my I had my hip replaced, uh, yep. December tenth. So two months later. Yep. So that was. I'm just looking at. I'm looking at. There's a there's the clams with Charisse. Oh, a couple of hot, hot dogs, dogs on, on there. The grill. Those are actually not hot dogs. <laughs> what were they? Chatterwurst. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, who's oh. that guy? Oh, that's thirsty. <laughs> that's thirsty. It was actually. It was. It was pretty crunchy that I look, day. I look taller with my new hip. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> There, I look like a job of the hut. All right, so I'm going to have to post some of these. Post, on... post that job of the hut picture. That's hilarious. Oh, you stick. You're holding it. It looks like yeah. you're holding a carrot or something. Yeah, I'm holding the. That's beer. a good picture. That's a good picture. Right? Job of the and hut. And you're in the same chair you're sitting in right now. Yeah, job of the hut, man. All right, so we'll get that picture posted yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, and then the fish. The, the fish. fish. We're going to get the fish up there. Trout. The trout. The, the big old brown. So, uh, hey, we're coming to the end of this podcast. So, uh, you know, we want to finish on a high note. So, what do you want to say to me? Well, I want to say hi. Oh. So, no, oh. I, we talked about, oh. earlier in the week, we talked about incomprehensible, right? Incomprehensible. Things you just can't get your head around, right? <laughs> There's a lot of that shit. So, did you have a chance to think about some of that? Probably not. That's okay. You're a busy guy. Uh, yeah, most of it I couldn't. Say on the air. So I'm, I'm going to start. <laughs> we already talked about ED. <laughs> oh, it's way worse than that. I'm talking in, incomprehensible. Oh, 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 right. So so I thought on the simplest form, I remember being a kid, right? And my grandfather, my father's father, passed away um, before I was born. He died before I was born. So I remember saying to my father when I was a little kid, when will Noni be back? And my father, you know, and back then, they're like, you know, probably said, what the fuck? Jesus Christ, shut up about that. Shut up, you <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, he, my dad was pretty, he was pretty sensitive. But he said, no, he's, he's gone. You know, he passed away. And that's forever. And I remember thinking to myself for a long time, get your head around forever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, easy to, it's easy now at our age to understand mm-hmm. forever, right? Yeah. Right? So I started thinking about things like that that are incomprehensible. So here's one. So recently in the eastern sky, and I walk Lukey Dog every night. Dude, that rubbing your chin. Can you hear is, it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's his chin, I, folks. <laughs> oh, I could hear it in my headphones, but I thought it was just because it was. No, it's coming across. He's, checking the, we got to get this microphone oh, fixed. Dude, I got the Swedish beard. Yeah, you do. Oh, oh my. Unbelievable. I look like a Viking. What about this? Oh, Does it look good? Yeah. Noel hates yeah, it. Yeah. Noel looks hates good. It. Looks good. Yellow goatee. Yellow chin music. Chin music. Maybe we'll take a picture tonight. <laughs> so, anyway. In the eastern sky, there's a supernova. And you know what a supernova is, right? Yeah. All right. So it's a, it's a star that exploded some time ago, right? Right? He's starting to sound like Stephen Hawking. No, no, no. We're not going, we're not going to get that deep. We're not going to be like, you know, what, what's it's the other like... one? Carl Sagan. No, but it's, it's there, right? I mean, it's, it's, this shit's right there. I'm not an animal. No, it's the other guy. Long before <laughs> okay. animals learned to talk. That was a... 
that that was actually a really good documentary. Was that a documentary or a movie? The one about Stephen Hawking where they the black hole where they, yeah. they had all the teens. That was what was it called? Do you remember? Because we should we should probably Oh yeah, we both watched that. That uh, was unbelievable. Yeah. Things uh, uh, all things That was very all, cool. That they, was so cool. All these genius like twenty year olds. Yeah. They set up they wanted to make a telescope the size of the earth. So what they did was they took giant telescopes and put them in about 50 places on the earth that could all focus on the same spot in space at the same time. And they consulted with Hawking's on the whole thing. It was like unbelievable. That was unbelievable. Um, the theory of everything. Yeah. There you go. It was, yeah. it was, it was it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, super like, cool. Okay, kind of incomprehensible. Yeah, we, we just fell right into it. <laughs> like it's like are you sh and then each team had their own theories, but couldn't divulge it till the last day. Mm. Right? Yeah, that's how that was really really cool. So anyway, so I'm walking in, and walking the Lukey Dog. I'm looking at this supernova in the in the eastern sky, and I start thinking about that. Right? Because I know I knew you know just growing up that supernovas are a star. That exploded however many years ago and so far away that the light is still traveling to Earth. And that's what you're seeing. These mm -hmm. colors, the blues and the reds and the pinks. Right? So I did a little more research. Oh, wow. Right? So look at you. I got into well, this is this is the incomprehensible part, yeah. the distance. Mm. So one of the most popular uh, supernovas, or nebulas as it's called, mm. is the Kepler's supernova. It was first discovered in 1604 by guess who? Kepler. Boom. They don't name them that anymore. Now it's called like Nebula 1604, but they name them like when they they notice them. So. You mean Tursty 2021? <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah. That was, Tursty, uh, it Tursty, burned out. Tursty 2019. <laughs> That was so, a good one. So check this out. I saw that one night, and I swear there was no moose head involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you know how long, how far, how many miles is a light year? Do you know? Don't. Uh, that's not a quiz. I wouldn't uh, know either. God, it's uh, it's almost as much as uh, the the uh, the uh, common uh, the uh, the death that we're about to incur in. in the... <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm talking about the, the current administration. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, we're not do, we don't do politics, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So it's a light year is the distance a light travels in a year. Yeah. 186,000 miles per second squared, right? Okay. That's the speed of light. 5.9 trillion miles. Oh. Trillion. So I started doing a little more research. So you know there's a million and a billion and a thousand billions is a trillion. Yeah, it's of what our current debt's about. So you stop at the politics. A thousand trillions is a what? I didn't know this. Quadrillion. And a thousand quadrillions is a quintillion. Wow. Okay. So, so, so this supernova is 20,000 light years away. Here we go. It's 118,000 trillion miles. 
Right? And you and Lukey Dog are looking at it. So so going Well, she's right. she's going pee pee yeah, and she's, she's pooping she's pooping in the guy's yard that has a sign that says no pooping. <laughs> she's, and I'm, I'm kicking the poop into his yard. She's pooping in Hal's front yard and uh meanwhile you're like doing the math on Dude, how far away that's that is. That's hundred and eighteen followed by fifteen zeros. Wow. Sounds like your bank account. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that unbelievable? But that's the in- incomprehensible part. You know, the distance, so obviously space is infinite, I guess, right? Wow. They say we could be on the head of a pin in wow. some giant's like, you know, pin cushion. Dude, speaking of Netflix, oh, they get a whole series on, uh, it's called Behind the Curve. It's about flat earthers. But the earth is oh, flat. Yeah, 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 yeah. You seen that one? No. I got to look at it. Behind the Curve. Behind the curve. You got to watch that one. That's hilarious. There are people that legitimately believe that the earth is flat and that, uh, you know, all the, uh, all the, uh, uh, space launches and everything. That's a bunch of bogus. Well, I think there's some, I think a lot of the space launches are actually in California, you know, in Nevada. Don't you remember this? Remember the, um, remember, um, oh, what was the show? Rod Serling in uh, Twilight, Zone. Twilight Zone. Remember that when the guy, the the, the spaceship, the, the um, rocket crashed, and the guys like they thought they were on another planet, and they end up exploring. What they is half an hour or something. And then and that Charlton Heston guy says, "Get your hands off my you, you damn filthy. dirty!" No, that was the other one. That was the other. <laughs> no, this one was on the Twilight Zone. The guy, so he ends up saying, "Oh, I can't leave. You're supposed to stay where you are. They'll find you, or whatever. Even if you're on another planet." He ends up like getting itchy. Nancy, and he goes walking, and he comes over this ridge, and his telephone poles are wired. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. But um, so, okay, so if you think the Earth is flat, why is it when I'm standing at the beach, and the the point I'm looking at on the horizon is eight miles, and why is a knot one point two miles an hour? Because of you know the curvature of the Earth. They take into account the curvature of the Earth. Mm. So. I don't know. It's pretty simple to me. Mm. If it was flat, I mean, how can you orbit? How can you have gravity? How can you? Wow, it's dude. ridiculous, but you got to watch it. But you know what's not ridiculous? Chupacabras. I don't think we can go there this late in the podcast. But uh, <laughs> that was funny when Wayne with the bish. The he's bish, like, man. Don't he's go there, bro. He's, 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 got, he's got the he's got the BRFO in Boston. Oh yeah, I that mean, he, he's like the. IBW, uh, you know. right? <laughs> yeah, I think he's got that confused with that. Yeah, yeah. but uh, the, sorry, the, sorry, Bish. Oh no, no, um, uh, don't write that down, Bish. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. But, hey, uh, Bish, won't be long. We'll be at the undisclosed pond. Yeah, yeah, we should. You know what? We should ice fish there. Ooh. You think there's any trout there? Yeah, the holdovers. The uh, president, the uh, scratch that from the record, Your Honor. Um, the person I spoke to there. Said they have holdover trout. Oh. Trout through the ice. I yeah. got a brookie through the ice. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. We just have to wait for the ice. Yeah, we need ice. But if we have ice like we did last year, I think I I think I ice fished six or eight weeks last year. Wow. Weekends. Yeah. yeah I did some day trips too, but. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get out there. We got to get out there, so. I need a, uh, I need an ice trout. 
A nice trout. <laughs> nice trout. I got trout in the freezer. I know you're not going to eat that. All right, so we'll get some of those clams. We'll get some of that charisse. We'll get Ooh. onions. You you had to be out on the ice with me and Woody and our friend Bruce. We're now to the Ashland Reservoir. And uh, sadly, we walked up on two lumps in the ice. We thought were rocks, but there were two dead deer that fallen in and frozen in. Oh. And they're just, uh, they got, you know, maybe a two by one section of their body was floating and the ice formed around it. Oh, boy. Sad as shit, but... Um, you know, we're not barbarians. I felt bad. But um, oh, I made polenta and eggs. Out of the deer? No, no. I, oh. that, that was, no, I brought my little grill and we had, <laughs> we, we fried polenta, polenta and eggs and garlic toast. And oh my God. Wow. That's Let's like, do it. When, you know, we caught some fish when we went out, but the day we went out on that, there wasn't much going on. So we had to eat, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's all good. I missed the Bob House thing, though, you know. Bob House, you know, I, I'm thinking about getting one of those pop fray bills or whatever they call them, the pop But I've talked to guys, and they're like, well, you don't spend much time in it. You know, we'd like to hang in. Who knows? Yeah. You know, it's good for the wind. We get some friends, uh, some friends at Bass Pro that, uh, Ooh, that yell out. That's all right. That, maybe so. that. Yeah. Maybe that. Yeah. Let's so. talk. So it's all good. So well, hey, I gotta uh, I gotta go to work tomorrow. I gotta yeah, I gotta uh, do that. Too. I gotta sober up by uh, six uh, five a.m. Five a.m. Yeah. Not me. Yeah, Oof. my days are five a.m. Unless I'm going out and trying to do something fun, I'm not getting up at five. Yeah, you okay. are, because you are the man. Uh, uh, I am thirsty mofo. You are thirsty mofo. Well, on behalf of thirsty mofo, myself, all our podcast partners who we've already mentioned six pack with jack good shout out yeah off you're on bro <laughs> off we love you we love you, you man let's get you a phone in where's he living now oh geez isn't that awful tennessee yeah i was gonna say north carolina but north well, carolina something off. Like, sorry off i know yeah, off. i love hey, you bro but off call him we don't, don't even know where you freaking live anymore yeah we can, don't call in now because we want to hang up on you about to have one more <laughs> brew, and uh, it's all good. So, folks, keep uh, keep in touch. Reach out to us at Pesto Pete's Podcast at gmail.com with any questions, concerns. Um, if you want a um, handcrafted moose call, a, a traditional Penobscot moose call from Butch Phillips, okay. let me know, and we'll get you hooked up with Butch. If you uh, want to check us out on Instagram at Pesto Pete's Podcast. The at symbol Pestle Pete's podcast. Check it out. A lot of good content. And, and as a matter of fact, um, I've got uh, this isn't this is just just this just happened, bro. I've got um, oh well, for cripe sakes, four hundred and something posts on Instagram. Something like that. Am I in any of them? Yeah, you're in a few. Yeah, nice. you're gonna be in more. Nice. Me and I that, don't know why that, I can't that, get out of this. that stuffed fish over there with the sawdust in it coming out of his ass. <laughs> I think it's kind of ugly. You, you wonder why I put it over there. I love it. No, it's kind of funny. <laughs> Folks, it's behind the hot water heater. <laughs> you got the hot water pipe and the return <laughs> on either side of I'll, it. I and may it, move it to take the picture. How's that? Yeah, and then you got the fence stack for the... Uh, the uh, uh, gas-fired uh, hot water heater, so that's freaking hilarious. Yeah, but look right below him. To Peter, best best regards, Bobby Orr. Yeah, Bobby Orr, greatest Bobby Bruins player ever. Greatest hockey player ever, yeah. my yeah. opinion. So. Gretzky.
So, uh, so I get 424 posts on Instagram. Take a look, folks, and uh, keep listening. We appreciate it. it's all for fun. Uh, we do we do appreciate it all, and we just we just do it to have a good time. So, I'm gonna uh, have my friend here sign up. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty says uh, one more for the road. Oh wait, before we do, hey Kevin, <laughs> Kevin from the Cape. I love mentioning Kevin. He's a good dude. I almost missed him. You mentioned Rich from Needham earlier. Yeah, and Tony Casino, that bud's for you. Ooh, Tony, how, what up, bro? Mm. It's all good. Yeah. Well, thanks for being so, here, kid. Uh, yeah, let's thanks get the Hoff on for uh, remote and, uh, and some other people we got to get on here. Yeah, we do. Tony, we got to get you back on. We got work to do. Yeah, we got some we work gotta, to do. You know what? Send an email to the producers and we'll get that thing rolling. Let's do, uh, let's get ramped up for some uh, end of deer hunting season and a little ice fishing and... Uh, and, uh, hey, maybe we okay. get maybe we could get the brat pack out on the ice. Wow! I know we could get we could get Scotty. He'd be game. Scotty, the taxidermist. Oh yeah! Oh, Scotty killed. Oh, sorry, Scotty killed a nice buck this year. Scotty's a man. Scotty's so son. We got to get Scotty's son, the MMA yeah. fighter, out there. Yeah. That was fun. He and I are gonna go. You gonna take him down? <laughs> so he's he's a spider monkey on you. If I can kick your ass. So we got we could get I don't know if Kevin from the Cape Kevin if you want to ice fish you're gonna have to move you're gonna have to travel east here yeah or west north west northwest north. um, we get Tony in the ice mm. Scotty the tax service get Woody uh, make it happen yeah we do a podcast from the ice yeah I like it let's wow. do it wow frozen Mike frozen Mike we'll call it the frozen Mike we'll call it the frozen Mike tour nice. Stephen Ronella can do it we can do it that's so. right. All right, Thirsty. Thanks for being here, bro. Yeah, good to be here. Yeah, always. Yeah, next time, sober. Promise. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, Thirsty, you out? <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Thanks, Pesto's folks. out. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. We'll be in touch.